Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together. Basically all the things together. And somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. So we're going deep. This podcast is going to connect you with the woman who's been to rock bottom through the exact same thing that scares you the most. We'll address the fears that are keeping you stuck, the heartbreak you've never healed from, the broke ass months. Oh, I remember those. We're giving you all the resources you need to shift your life and business to rise so that you can finally start living a life you're wild about. So welcome to this space, a space to listen to those hard truths and learn from them. A space to connect with women who aren't pretending to have it all figured out. This is a space for women to finally understand and celebrate that rock bottom is often the very place to rise. So go ahead and fill your cup with coffee or wine and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hi guys, it's Rob and Jack. Welcome to episode number four of the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, and if you follow me over on my personal Instagram, you'll know that this is something I encourage y'all to do on the daily, asking for what we want. And this is something that has been showing up for us so much lately in our relationships, our marriages, our business, with our clients everywhere, asking for the things you want. And without asking, guys, you're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Oh, you're never going to get it. You know, guys, how do you expect your partner to know what you want if you never tell him? How do you expect your business to thrive if you never tell the abundance gods what you want? If you never ask for what you want, you're never going to get it. I literally asked my husband this morning, what do you need today to feel loved? And his response was, don't you just know? He said that? Yeah. Oh my God. I cannot believe Craig said that. I mean, it was via text, so it was easier maybe for him to say, but just asking for what you want. I know he's not asking for it and... We tend to get in this groove when he he travels a lot and he's just come back and 
we get into this weird groove. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask him for what I want and what I need right now in our marriage because I know he's not going to ask for what he wants. I'm literally just going to ask him what he wants or what he needs. Yes. And this is the thing that strikes me as so true for everyone in what you've just said, because we get into this place of expecting that we're never going to get the exact things that we want. And we become afraid or intimidated to really ask for them, you know, and especially in our marriage, it's so important. You guys, none of us are mind readers. I don't know what my husband needs in any given moment. We don't know what our business clients need when they log on to a coaching call. I mean, Jack, that's why we ask, hey, how do you want to feel at the end of this call? Yeah, before every single call we jump on, we literally put it that question, how do you want to feel? Yes. And it is our clients' responsibilities to say, I want to feel inspired. I want to feel clear. I want to feel like I have direction and actionable tasks that will get me where I want to go. As we were preparing for this episode and kind of talking about it, we just came to realize how difficult it still is for women everywhere to step into their queen power and to really identify their desires and then be bold and brave enough to ask for them. Because right, it's even hard that first step is identifying your desires, but then that's a whole other step to have the courage to ask for it. Okay, so let's dive into this. What do you do when you are unclear around your own desires? What if you woke up in the morning, Jack, and you were like, I don't actually know what I need today? When I'm trying to get clear, for me, it's always just writing it out. So for me, it is time with my journal. It's time spent by myself. I need that alone time so that I can actually get clear on what I want versus what other people want from me versus what I think I should be doing and to just take that time to really sit with myself and gain that clarity within my being. Totally. And I'll give you one guess on what that is for me. Where do I get clear? Out in the woods? Yeah. Guys, for me, Jack knows this because I am so clear with her now that whenever I need to take that moment to get clear on what I need and to refuel and to get super focused on my own desires and what I need to feel fulfilled in a day, I go into the woods. And one thing Jack and I have got really good at in life and business is making space for those things, making space to get clear, making space to identify our needs and wants, making space to identify where we are out of alignment. And even the fact that we've started to take our business meetings to the woods is honoring like where we go to get clarity and how good that feels. And before when we used to try to force things, you know, sit behind our computers with a pen and a notepad, that is not where you thrive. That's not where clarity comes in for you. So we make adjustments to do the things that bring that clarity to get us in alignment. Yeah. And thank God we started to do that. Thank God we started to give ourselves permission to step out of the routine and the habits that we had created for ourselves. Because since we've done that, we've created so much ease in our business and also really given each other permission as friends and business partners and women to really speak up. And I think that permission is so important because 
even at the beginning, like if you would have asked me six months ago, last week, for example, when you're like, hey, I know we're supposed to be recording right now, but I'm going for a walk first. I was like, yep, go do. Six months ago, I probably would have been like, what the fuck? We were supposed to be recording half an hour ago. Get your ass over here. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. But you have gotten so good at sharing what you need and asking for that thing you want and asking for that time and that space that now I just know. I'm like, okay, I know she needs this, but it took you asking over and over and over again. It took you getting really clear. It took you setting those boundaries. Yes. And so for the listeners out there, Our hope is that you can start to get clear around your own desires and not only get clear around them, but get clear enough around them that you can start to build up that courage and bravery that it's going to take you to start asking. So try this. Next time you wake up in the morning or it's mid-afternoon or you recognize that you're forcing something, put your hand on your heart center, take a deep inhale And literally ask yourself, what do I need right now? What do I need? Do I need a big glass of water? Do I need a walk in the woods? Do I need to make out with my partner to feel loved? Do I need to write in my journal for 15 minutes? Having your hand connected to your heart will help you get in touch with your body, will help you calm your mind and take you into your soul, into your center, where you can really align with yourself and ask that question. And asking for the things that we want is everything from like asking for those tiny little things like, what do you want for dinner? Really simple things, big, major life things that you want and need. No matter what it is, it all starts with you asking for it. And if you want to have a life that's fulfilling, if you want to get the things that you desire, you have to be bold enough and brave enough to ask those questions, to ask for it. Yeah. And Jack, I have a question for you. What is the hardest thing you have ever had to ask for? Oh, man. This is something that I never even would have considered, but definitely asking for love, asking to be loved. And that was so hard for me because I had always been so independent. I used to think I didn't need love. I mean, I don't know if you remember the days when I was like, wanted to be a single mom. I don't need a partner. I don't need this. Literally said, I don't need a husband. Oh, I remember those days. And really that was because I was afraid to ask for love. I was afraid to be loved. Asking to be loved, asking for permission to give love was huge for me. One thing that really stands out for me in what you're saying there is that asking for what we need and what we want often comes with a certain level of vulnerability. I was just going to say that was so vulnerable for me. So vulnerable to admit it even to myself. And this, I think, is so huge. The things that we want, our deepest desires, are often really close to our biggest fears. So when we put ourselves out there on the line, we often 
relate that thing that we so want with the biggest potential loss. What would happen if you asked for love and got nothing? Well, I think a big fear for me was just that not ever being unconditionally loved. So that there was always the thought of, if I do this, then I'll be loved. If I don't do this, then I'll be loved. And that's where a lot of that fear crept in for me was really feeling that love was this thing that could easily be given, but easily be taken at the same time. And so asking for it was really scary, just for that fear of it being taken away, even if it was given. Mm -hmm. It's such a hard reality to face, you know, that when we do ask for what we want, we are putting ourselves on the line every single time. And sometimes it's the big asks. Sometimes it's the major things like asking your husband to love you on a deeper level. And sometimes it is literally asking your husband on a rough day to take the kids for an hour so you can just go to your yoga class. And I think the idea with asking is that there, it always feels like there's a yes or no, right? So there's always just that like cut and dry yes or no. And whoever wants to feel rejected, whoever wants to be on the end of that no. And that's why we're so afraid to ask. Part of the reason that we felt it was so important to record this episode and to talk to you guys about this topic was because what would have happened if you never got vulnerable and learned to ask for love? I would still be living life like I was in my 20s. (laughs) I mean, that's the like masked answer. But the real answer is that, yeah, I wouldn't feel whole right now. I think I wouldn't even feel like I had love to give. So love to give to myself, to my kids, because I don't think you can fully give love if you're not open to receiving love. Yeah, that is the perfect example of the power of asking and the detriment of not asking. So many of these things we just contain and we never allow ourselves to A, get clear on what it is that we need and then B, speak them out loud in the world and keeping those things so hidden within us is what causes so much dis-ease, dis-ease in our bodies, dis-ease in our daily lives. So many people are constantly on that search for joy, but if you can't ask for the basic things that you need to support you as a woman, you're going to be spending so much of your time constantly looking. Constantly looking, constantly searching, and the thing too when we don't ask the person it's affecting the most is ourselves. Totally. And and Rob, I feel like you are so great. This is why you're always sharing it on your Insta. You are so great at asking for the things that you need to fill your cup, the things that you need to support you. How did you get there? How did this all start for you? How are you able to step into that? Well, I grew up a people pleaser. So I was the girl that would open the hideous sweater from my grandmother for Christmas and just pretend that I was elated, you know, like, oh my God, I love it, I love it. Totally. It's so pretty. Put it on, put on the whole show. And I can see you like strutting down the carpet like it was your runway. Yeah. (laughs) And then I would literally get home and that sweater would never see the light of day again. And it got to this point in my life where I was just tired. And when my spiritual smackdown came, 
I realized that that was no longer serving me. Staying small and hidden in my marriage, not speaking my voice and standing up for myself in my friendships, staying in a job I hated, not asking for those things that I really needed to be supported in, the changes I needed to make, the boundaries I needed to put in place, the love I needed to receive, not being able to ask for those had put me in a really bad place. And because I never had that power, never gave myself the power to ask, I wound up at rock bottom. When I was in the middle of my spiritual smackdown, I had to give myself my power back in order to start asking. And honestly, since I started asking, it's just been, I mean, now I'm unstoppable. And asking, asking does not come easy, right? It's not something that you're just like, oh, I'm really great at asking for the things I want. This is something you had to work on. This is something I have to work on. It's building that muscle to ask and ask and ask. So it is going to feel uncomfortable. It is going to feel awkward. It is going to feel scary. But the more you ask and the more you keep asking, the easier it gets. The less afraid you are of those no's. The less afraid you are of that rejection. And yes, sometimes you still feel that, but you just get into that habit. It becomes habit. It becomes routine to ask for the things that you need and want and desire. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, when you just said flexing that muscle, like learning how to develop that muscle to ask, just ask for it. You guys, every single time I ask my husband to pick our daughter up from daycare, every time I ask to go to a yoga class, anytime I ask for anything, I still have to take a deep breath, swallow hard, and just spit out the words. Even though Jack's sitting here raving about how good I am at asking, I still have to physically flex that muscle and trust that it is okay. And I think sometimes the hard thing about asking and the hump to get over is sometimes asking feels like asking for permission. So when you just said they're like asking to go to a yoga class, I see people being like, what? You have to like ask permission to go to a yoga class. That's not it. It's literally asking the, hey, can you watch the girls tonight while I go to yoga class? It's speaking up for the things that you know you need. Totally, right? It's asking for the support. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the main reasons why I think asking for what we need has become so prevalent in my own life because I have big ass goals. I have a lot I want to accomplish. And I know that if I want to accomplish those things, it's my responsibility as a grown ass woman to be able to ask for the support I need to get there. Does that mean I'm asking for my husband to cover the kids while I'm training for a marathon and while I'm recording a podcast? And does it mean I'm asking for a million dollars to buy a new home and a housekeeper to plant my veggie garden? I'm not asking for all of these massive things all at once to create my dream life. I pick one specific thing that I need today. I pick one specific goal that I'm working towards. I pick one targeted area of my life that I know I need support in that's going to fuel my higher self and help me show up as a better woman. And I ask for that one thing. And how many of us are afraid for asking for that one thing because we think that we 
shouldn't need support, that we shouldn't need help, that we should be able to do it all on our own. This for me was a huge, another huge gift of my spiritual smackdown is that I learned how to start asking for help, which was uncomfortable as fuck for me before. God, every single woman in the world I bet right now is listening being like, oh my God, yes. Why is it so hard for us to ask for help? I can give you a few reasons. One, I never wanted to admit that I couldn't do it all. And two, I thought everyone else out there was doing it all. I was in that comparison mode. Well, if she can do this and run her business and pick her kids up at daycare and do X, Y, Z and have these Pinterest worthy dinners on the table or whatever the fuck else it is, I should be able to do that too. You guys, no one in the world is doing everything themselves. I hate to break it to you, but honestly, since the beginning of time, we have lived in communities and tribes where people support one another. I'm just here to break that barrier down and to get real as fuck with you and just say, no one is doing it all. No one is doing it all and no one who actually wants to do it all and do it all themselves and do it all alone. Yeah, that sucks. Remember the first time that we asked for help in our business and what that looked like? And then we found out, oh, everyone gets help in their business. Everyone has business coaches. All the successful people that we look to, they're not doing it all alone. Like, why have we been trying to do it all alone for three freaking years? We were stunned. I remember thinking to myself, what? All of these women aren't 100% self-made. I don't know why I had this illusion that every single woman had figured out how to climb the entrepreneur ladder all by themselves. But the more women we talked to, the more we discovered what we were missing out on as long as we continued to try to take it all on. I remember those days because those were the days that we were pulling all-nighters, that we were putting our families to bed and then jumping on the computer. Those were the days when we just were in this hamster wheel of struggle, struggle, struggle. Those were the days that we were broke ass because we were not asking for help. We were not asking for support. We were not asking for the things that we needed to grow a business that was bringing in an income, a business that was having impact, a business that was able to reach the masses. And You need support to do all those things. And the thing about us back then was we weren't not only asking for help in our business, but we also weren't asking for help anywhere else in our lives. We weren't showing up anywhere saying like, hey, I need a hand here. If I'm going to grow in this area of my life, I need a fucking hand. You know, we were literally scraping by. Yeah, I had two young toddlers You had a baby. We were full-on mom and full-on trying to run our business and we weren't asking for help and we weren't being clear with the people in our lives so that they knew what we needed so that we could then rock the business that we wanted to rock and have the business that we want and connect with the women that we wanted to connect with and to make that fucking impact. 
And not only do all of those things, yes, but to also live lifestyles that we longed for, to also show up as the queen of pleasure, to also be fucking happy and not exhausted. My biggest compliment right now, you guys, I have an almost three-year-old who is wildfire. She is amazing and she's full on. And I also have a five and a half month old. And the biggest compliment for me right now is wow, you don't even look tired. And part of the reason I think people say that is because I've learned to ask. I've learned to not be afraid of asking for and receiving help. Receiving the things you ask for is the next step. So first, you get clear on what it is you want or need in any given day or season of your life. And then you have to ask for it. You have to put those big girl pants on. You have to use your voice. You have to get clear and learn how to communicate to clearly communicate the things that you desire. And lastly, guys, what good is it if you do all those things? If you get clear, you put your big girl pants on and step into your power and ask for it. What good are all of those things if you can't receive the help? We as women have the tendency to defer compliments. We have a tendency to give our power away. We have the tendency to put up these walls and really do everything in our power to not receive all of the greatness and gifts that are coming our way. Why do we do that? If we only learn to open our hearts if we learn to receive all of the magic from the universe and the support from people around us, then it would make our lives so much more easy and full. What if I said to you, I have extra spaghetti. Can I drop it by for the kids tonight? How many women would be like, oh, no, we're good. Thanks. Yeah, you know, because you don't want to put that other person out. You were not open to receive. And again, it goes back to that. You're not even asking for help then, but you're not even willing to receive help that's offered to you. Exactly. And so this is a classic case scenario in my marriage. So my husband always says to me, you are responsible for you. If you want to go to yoga, if you want to go for a bike ride, if you want to have a hangout with your friends, I am so supportive of that, but I'm not going to plan it for you. You have to ask. So there I am going along in my life and my husband's like, I'm going for a bike ride on Sunday afternoon. Cool. I'm going to poker Tuesday night. Cool. I'm going to go fishing on Friday with Nick. Cool. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't done anything for myself. So then I build up all of this resentment towards my husband for being out of the house and doing all this cool stuff. And then I circle back to myself and I say, wait a minute, did you ask her anything this week? Did you ask to go to yoga? Did you tell him you're going for a girl's night? Did you schedule anything for yourself? Nope. So whose fault is that really? Yours. It is definitely yours. And that is so easy to build up that resentment thinking that the other person isn't giving to you, but they cannot give what you don't ask for. And that was a huge thing in my marriage for a really long time. I thought that I should be doing all of these things that my husband wanted me to do, participating in all these activities that weren't really aligned with my core values, but 
things that he was super stoked on. And so he just went along with this program forever, skiing every weekend, taking trips without having any say in the planning or itineraries, not telling him that I wanted to hit up this cool yoga class or attend this concert or whatever it was. And years later, I literally felt like I had lost pieces of myself because I hadn't asked for a single thing in years. And I was so full of resentment and hatred towards the lifestyle that I thought we had built together until I realized that I really hadn't taken any control over the things I was saying yes to. I hadn't asked for a single thing. And what's the biggest thing that's shifted now that you have started to ask for all the things? Joy. Honestly, so much joy. I can honestly tell you that every single day, every single day I learn to continue to show up for myself and ask for what I need, I just feel this expansive joy. And this is not just with my husband. It's with you as a business partner. It's with my kids. You know, I've learned to ask my daughter for two minutes of mummy time when I'm feeling overwhelmed or impatient. I've learned to put my phone in do not disturb when I need quiet time from technology. I've learned to ask you for space when I need no biz texts coming through or a walk in the woods, you know? And what does all of that translate to? Joy. Fucking joy in every single area of my life that I would have never been able to experience if I stayed in that place of resentment and silence and not learning to ask. And if that doesn't inspire you to ask, like, I don't know what does, because I am someone that still oftentimes do struggle with asking. And knowing that on the other side of the ask is joy, is abundance, is becoming the queen of pleasure that makes me want to do the scary thing of asking. That makes me want to get uncomfortable and to put myself out there and to get vulnerable and to just fucking go for it and ask for it unapologetically without anything holding you back, without guilt, without shame, without barriers. Without guilt. If people had a visual, I would highlight the fuck out of that word right now because it is just... So important that we don't ask to go to the yoga class and then feel guilty for the entire 90 minutes we're gone. It is so important that we don't ask for support and then make ourselves feel selfish for showing up for our own selves, you guys. And here is the power of showing up for yourself. When you fill your own cup, you get to show up in so many ways for everyone else around you. You can be the present mama. You can be the creative and productive coworker. You can be the intimate and affectionate wife. You can be the supportive daughter. You guys, when you start to ask for the things you need, you start to get so filled up and so rich in joy and energy that you all of a sudden want to give again. It doesn't feel like a chore. It feels inspired. Literally what I was just going to touch on next is that, yeah, wanting to give because I've definitely been in a place where I 
ask, but feel like I have to give then. So it's not coming from a place of want. I'll literally be like, okay, if I'm going to go to yoga tonight, you can go do this tomorrow night. That it's like this 50-50 give take. But then when I'm giving, there's still that resentment build. It's like, okay, I have to do this because you allowed me to do that. Tit for tat is exhausting. So exhausting. And when you are getting filled up, when you're getting fulfilled, when you are living in alignment with who you want to be because you're getting your needs filled, then you actually want to give. Yeah. And I think rather than keeping score, especially in our relationships, when we are living in that aligned place so that we are feeling good, we actually start to have authentic concern and care for the other person. We want the other people in our lives to feel that same way. You know, when I started hating on my husband for all of the things I felt like he was forcing me into doing, which was totally a story I was making up in my head, by the way. But when that resentment lifted and I started to take care of myself, I also started to take better care of him, giving him that space to make sure he was going on bike rides and going to the driving range and working on his own goals, right? Because I want that for him as much as I want that for myself. So we started to live in this beautiful harmony doing this dance of give and take with each other. Yeah, even for me, something simple like asking my husband to do bath and bedtime. Then I started to have this alone time to myself at night. And naturally, I started to want him to have that time too. So then I'd be like, hey, why don't I put the kids to bed tonight so that you can have some time, that you can just sit downstairs and you can do whatever the F you want. You could watch Netflix. You can play on Instagram. You can do whatever you want to do because you're not responsible for the kids tonight. The give and the take. It becomes natural. That is also one of the things that has started to feel really good for me. Offering to take care of the girls or offering to finish work early so that Dunk can go do something for himself. That feels really good. And oftentimes the thing that we're asking for, we think the other person's going to take as this like argumentative stance or like think that it's going to be this big thing. And oftentimes they're happy to give. So going back to this morning, when I asked my husband that question, the thing that he said he wanted from me was tonight when he comes home for me to shut my computer, for me to like be excited to see him and be around the kids and when they're like sitting there playing on the floor for me to come down and play with them, for me not to just shut my computer and then go on to make dinner. All he was asking for was my time. And he had literally sent me in the text, I don't want this to be an argument. I was like, why would this be an argument? You want more of my time and my presence? That is what I want to give. Thank you for making me aware of that. And thank you for asking for it because now I know what you need to feel full and loved. Mm -hmm. So all of you listeners out there, I want to ask you this question. What do you need today? What do you need today? Who could you ask to support you so that you can make time and space in your schedule to put energy towards that thing? And if that scares you, I want you to visualize what are you going to be able to give? What energy are you going to embody when you get that thing that you ask for? What's going to happen when that yes comes in? How can you show up better 
for yourself, for the people around you, as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, as a friend. Yes, and our challenge to you after listening to this episode is to go ask for that thing. Go ask for one thing that you need right now that will help fill your cup, that will inspire you and enable you to show up more today as the woman you long to be. Go ask for it and then share it with us, guys. And share this podcast with any woman you feel is afraid to step into her power and ask her for what she needs. Go hit subscribe on iTunes, share it with your friends, take a screenshot, upload it on Insta, and make sure to tag Femme. We can't wait to share this message with the world so that every single goddess steps into her power and starts getting what she needs to show up in this world bigger, bolder, and brighter. We love you guys, and this is just step one and learning how to become the queen of pleasure in your own life. It all starts with asking for the things that you desire. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there and we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise.